preacher, well, you study. In Genesis chapter number 23, Sarah dies. Sarah is a picture of Israel. Hang with me. I don't believe in replacement theology. ain't what I'm about to preach. Sarah is a picture of Israel. And she died. Jesus came in his own. His own received him not. In Genesis chapter number 24, Abraham sends a servant to get the son a bride. I'm about to shout. Hey, man. Mom's dead. Go get a bride. And so that servant, a picture of the Holy Ghost, goes down there by the water, a picture of the Word of God, and he wins Rebecca, which is a picture of the church, to bring her back to that son Isaac. And Isaac is not seen again until they come together, thank God, in that victorious day, hallelujah, of the second coming. Amen. Now watch this. Goes down there by the body of water, picture of the Word of God. And he wins Rebecca. Do you remember the day that you got under conviction? I remember the day. And I'll tell you that story one more time. I got this to many. Let me tell you that story. I was sitting on the left-hand side of the Law Branch Baptist Church about three-quarters of the way back. And the Holy Ghost came to where I was. I can't tell you what the preacher preached. I can't tell you what was said. I don't know, I don't know any of that. But I know that in my heart I saw myself as a sinner and on my way to hell in need of a Savior. And he did that, Brother Marvin, by the Word of God. You know why? Because faith cometh by hearing. How do we get hearing? Hearing cometh by the Word of God. How many of you remember the day when God sent the Holy Ghost, the high sheriff of heaven, to where you were at and convicted you of your sin? Amen. Showed you that you was a sinner. Right? That heart began to do this. Oh, I remember that day. My heart's doing like this. Felt like I was going to have a heart attack. Felt like I was going to die. Oh, God was speaking to my heart and telling me I was a sinner and on my way to hell. I, I didn't want to go to hell. Nobody in their right mind wants to go. And I got to talking to God and God got talking to me. That conviction was on my heart. Oh, he was winning me to the sun. Watch this. Once he, he said, once he won Rebecca, I could preach through all that. That's a whole message on its own. Wilt thou go with this man? She said, I will go. It was her own free account and decision, and she got on that camel train. I remember as a young preacher, I cut my teeth on listening to Brother Billy Kelly preach on the camels are coming. The camels are coming. Them old camels of grace. Amen. I like that. I like that preacher, that old camels of grace. So uh, Ralph Sexton Sr. used to preach on them camels of grace, get on them camels of grace. But there's things about a camel that's unusual. That's an unusual creature. You know, when I got saved, God put me on a thing called grace, and that's the most unusual thing you've ever been around in your life. You know what about a camel? A camel's got a stomach that's so big that they can fill up with so much water that they, they can cross any desert on the planet and never have to stop and get a drink. <laughs> Oh, can I say to you this morning, God's grace is big enough. Where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. I got on that old camel of grace, and it's been getting me across this desert alive, and I'm headed toward a day when I'm going to meet my heavenly Isaac, the Lord Jesus Christ. Abraham saw all this during his time. Do you know a camel? A camel's got a hoof that's specifically designed that is it. You ever watched a camel walk? You ever watched one walk? You know why a camel walks like that? Their hooves are designed to trap air in the, in, the, in the crevice of their foot. And they say that air helps camel act just like a hovercraft. 
Have you ever noticed a camel doesn't, doesn't, doesn't bog down in the sand? You ever thought about that? I'm telling you, there's some things in nature, if you get to study them, they're amazing. You ever notice that? You'd think of all that sand that a camel walks in, that it'd mar up to its knees in, in sand. But you walking, you watch an old camel walk across the desert. It's like it's walking on air. You know why it's walking on, it looks like that? It's because that's what it's doing. It traps that air under its, under its hooves uh, and it keeps it up above the sand. Uh, I don't know about you, but we've lived in a pretty sandy time over the last few years. Uh, I'm telling you, COVID and everything else that's going on, uh, I'm glad to thank God by his grace. Uh, we're able to levitate above all that. Uh, I'm glad on the old camel of grace. Uh, I can just plod right along heading toward Isaac. Now watch this. That camel's got a special set of eyelids. I wish I could preach. It's got a special set of eyelids. They say when that dust storm comes up, it's got a set of transparent eyelids. It just closes them eyelids. And it can see through the storm. <laughs> they say the camel just keep, just keep right on walking right in through the storm. Oh, don't you know these times Rebecca's riding on the back of that camel and the storm blows up. And Rebecca said, I can't see. I don't know where we're going. And she'd call out to Eliezer and say, are you sure we're on the right track? He'd say, these camels know the way home, honey. They can see through the storm. Everything's all right. Stay on the camel. I'm glad to think, whoop, there have been times over these years that the storm has got on. I've asked God, I've said, are you sure we're on the right track and God say just stay on the camel of grace just keep riding toward the destination everything's going to be alright they ride along brother Billy Rebecca would say tell me again about this boy Isaac that servant say I'll tell you about my master he's the greatest ever she say is he really as wonderful she said you don't got no idea he is the greatest. You just wait till you see him. You, it won't be long now. We're coming, up over a la- we're coming up over the last hill. We got just a little ways to go. It won't be long now. You're going to see Isaac. You, he's as great as I told you he'd be. And Billy, you know what? Now, I know that you and Steve over these last few weeks, they've been a storm, storms are blowing. Son just hugged down on that camel of grace. Let him just plod along through the storm and every now and again say to the Holy Ghost, say, is he really as good as you say? And listen to him whisper in your ear and say, oh, just wait till you see him, Billy. Just wait till you see the Lord Jesus Christ. You wait till you put your eyes on him. I promise you it's going to be worth every step. It's going to be worth every storm. It's going to be worth every heartache. It's going to be worth every trouble. There's a day come when Isaac come walking out, out of his tent and he looked and he said, the camels are coming. Let me show you about your Bible. It's perfect. It's perfect. When Rebecca saw Isaac, you know what she did? She lit off her camel. No need for grace. <laughs> she lit off her camel and she ran to meet him. You know what Isaac did? Isaac met her halfway. It's a picture of the rapture of the church. <laughs> One of these days, Brother Marvin, I'm going to need grace my last day. 
One of these days, I'm going to light off, Brother Clancy, I'm going to light off that camel of grace, and I'm going to go to meet him. He's going to meet me halfway. Amen. And that's what Abraham saw in Isaac. He saw a picture of that vital return, that vital coming again. I'm here to tell you this morning, we're nearer than we've ever been before. You say, preacher, the message you preached today was the same as the message last week except a different story. You're figuring it out. That's because the gospel story never changes. (laughs) You know what tickles me? We live in this day where they say, follow the science, follow the science. How many times have you heard that over the years? last couple of years. Follow the science. Trouble is, the science keeps changing. Y'all remember, now maybe you don't remember, but back when the pandemic first started, the science said nobody needed a mask. Rewind it and watch it. That's exactly what the science said. And then all, all of a sudden, the science said everybody wears a mask. When the vaccine first came out, the science said not everybody needs a vaccine. Now, the science says everybody's got to have one. The science. Problem is, science keeps changing. Here's what I've heard said a bunch of times. They said, problem is, this thing's so new, and we don't understand it. But they keep making the science gospel, even though there's a lot of things they've already been wrong about. We've already seen them be wrong about. I ain't nitpicking. I'm just saying, I've got eyeballs. I can see what happens. That's the way with this world. Everything's changing, changing. But what I'm trying to show you over the next few weeks is the gospel story has never changed. It's it's right there in the book of Genesis. The gospel story is right there in the book of Genesis, and we'll see it throughout, woven throughout the entirety of the Old Testament. And I hate to break it to you, don't get bored with me, but the preaching's going to be a whole lot the same because it is the virgin birth, uh, the vicarious death, uh, hey, the victorious resurrection. That is the story of the gospel, and it never changes. Amen. And it can save the most horrible of sinners. I'm going to give this story and then I'm going to give an altar call. One of our Bible college classes this semester is uh, creation science. Two weeks ago, Todd read the deathbed account of Charles Darwin. Everybody knows Charles Darwin, the inventor of evolution. Darwin said on his deathbed, this lady came in to doctor him. He's sitting there reading his Bible. She said, what are you reading from? He said, Hebrews, still Hebrews, that grand book. She began to ask him about his life, and here's what Charles Darwin said. He said, I was a young man full of uninformed ideas, and they took it and made a religion out of it. And on his deathbed, he renounced it all. He told that lady who he knew attended a local church, he said, next Saturday, I know you will have the service outside. Please know that the window will be open. And I'll be listening for prayers and preaching and singing of the wonderful hymns 
And know that laying in this chamber is an old sinner that was saved by God's amazing grace. One of the most startling facts I believe in history will be when we get to heaven and standing on the streets of gold is Charles Darwin, the man that invented evolution, for which scientists have for years devoted their religion to. That man wasn't too far gone for Jesus to save. You see what I'm saying? It'll reach down into the darkest depths. This story, this gospel transformation is available for all. If you're here this morning and you're lost, can I tell you that Jesus bled and died on Calvary for you and he arose victorious for you and he's not willing that anybody in this building perish but that all should come to repentance every last one and if the Lord would save Charles Darwin he'll save you let's stand our feet Father Lord I pray today in Jesus name that you'd convict hearts